Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Third Shift. This is episode 158. I, of course, am your glorious host, the greatest man who's ever lived. It's me. It's Matt. Across from me over there, that's Eric Lightbringer. He is the co-host with the mo-host. That doesn't make sense. It's fine. Mo-host. It's, it's fine. He's got the mo-host. It works. It's just, it's just the thing now. It is. I'm the mo-host. I'm the light bearer. That's all you need to know. That's right. <laughs> so we're going to start it off the way we always do. You know it. You love it. Eric, how was your week, my man? You know, we've done, we've done this show a long damn time, uh-huh. and without fail, I never think about my week right before <laughs> you ask the question. No matter what, no matter what, since mm-hmm. it's the conception of this show, I've never once went, hey, Eric, prep what you did. What'd you do this week? Have it ready. Never. Uh-huh. I never do it. And then every single time, it gets, what'd you do this week? I go, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh man, what did I do? It's a great question, isn't it? <laughs> I can tell you this. I remember doing pears. I remember canning lots of pears. Uh helping Manda did most of the work, but I helped as much as possible. I feel like that was more than a more than this week. I feel like that was like two it weeks was, ago. Yeah, it was two weeks ago and this week. Oh, I've been so canning pears into, every night uh, for the last three nights in a row. Since that, I get okay, home that explains the fruit flies then. Yes. It was just continues and it gets softer it's never stopping yes yeah Mm -hmm. so canning 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 it's really neat i think i've said it before and i'm gonna say it again i didn't intend this to be the case but we've become the nuclear family and we got like awesome jars and jars and jars of all sorts of goodies so you know what when the world explodes we've got sweets and pears and apples and peaches and pickles and all that for days and see what's awesome is you are the nuclear family anyway. You have mm-hmm. two two point two kids. I was put the point two somewhere in the house, and now you're the nuclear prepper family too. That's right. So you're you're both avenues of it. It's, it's great. just it's like this weird prophecy kind of just coming into place, mm-hmm. all unintentional, but all going straight according to plan. Now beyond becoming this weird nuclear prepped family, I have been playing World Warcraft. World Warcraft. Classing. World of War claps. World of yeah. War claps. <laughs> claps his hands and blows up the world. World of Warcraft classic. Been playing that like crazy. Remembering why I love, gosh dang, World of Warcraft. Going back mm-hmm. to the simple basics, grinding and just having fun. No craziness, no world qu- daily quest, weekly quest, monthly quest, bipartum this quest, blah, blah, blah. It's n- Hey, you're just going to go grind up to 60. Go. Mm-hmm. You're not a hero. There's not some big thing going on. You're just a dude or a gal going, hey, I, what's up? Hey, I need apples picked in the orchard, but those pesky boars, they keep on stabbing me. Sweet. I'm going to go stab the boar back. <laughs> and that's what you do. And then they go, hey, guy or gal, you were real helpful, man. Here's a pick. Or here's this tattered cape. Which one do you want? I'll take your tattered cape. Okay. See you later. Sweet. I'm happy. Nice. That's World of Warcraft classic. It's so wonderful. I mean, that's I mean, that's kind of what I got into. I did mostly the the quests around town. I never got into the daily weekly stuff mm-hmm. really, because it was always, oh yeah, get your rep up with them, but you're not even close to where you're supposed to be. For yeah, that. so you it was irrelevant so, to you at the point. So it was basically World of Warcraft what I played, mm-hmm. which it was fun. So yeah, yeah I, get, I dig it. 
Yep, and I get to go back to that. Of course, of course, when you did try it out, I was already in the land of weeklies, dailies, and grinding and this. You to don't get even that. do story stuff. Yeah, story stuff anymore. Exactly. Just, so for me, it was all over. That was all in the way, way past, yeah. long gone era. So it's back to it. I don't know. You know, might last a month, might last two, three months. I don't foresee it lasting much farther than that, though, because I do mm-hmm. feel like it'll come to a point where I'm like, well, that was fun, sweet. Yeah. All right. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I've played it for over 15 years. I mean, there's only so far and much it can do for me anymore. But I do right. intend to enjoy it for those few months. I've also been playing hmm, Control. Oh, my gosh, man. Obviously, this nice. isn't the show to tell you all about it. That'll mm-hmm. come up later. But I just want to tell you I was playing it, and it is a fantastic game. If you've got money in your pocket, just go buy Control, and you can just thank me later for it. It's cool. It's fine. You know. I got yeah. money in my pocket, but I got well, too like many I said, games. If you wait till I beat it, it's sitting right there on a little disc. So I can just go yeah. here, buddy. Go ahead and check it out. Then I can stream it too. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be the donated game streamer, man. Look at that. See? Bada bing, bada boom. It's a win win. Awesome. <laughs> and then on top of that, just yesterday or two days ago, Catherine full body dropped. Mm-hmm. And man, I only got to play it for one day for like three four hours but holy cow it's everything i remember it being i can't wait to get back to it i only had a few hours put into it i'm hoping to get a bunch more but as i told you i am going to play and beat control in the next week because i want to have that game mastered destroyed and feel confident that i don't have to come back to it except for when the dlc hits later on before borderlands 3 hits so that way my mind can be borderlands 3 and then when i'm borderlands 3 to out Bam, there's Catherine full body sitting right there waiting for me in the wings. Yeah. That's the way I intend to play it. I hope it all goes according to plan, but nothing ever does. Mm-mm, nope. And that's been my week, Matt. I think that's pretty much it. If I did other things, I forgot about them. I'm sure I did. In fact, I mm. remember there's like a big chunk of my brain that says I did something, but mm. I don't remember right now. So, hey, what'd you do? <laughs> <laughs> well, I started off the weekend in the best way. By watching wrestling all day Saturday. And it was awesome. There was NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff. Awesome show. The main event of Tyler Bate versus Valter. It's everything that awesome pro wrestling is. If you watch that match and you don't feel something, if you don't get hyped, if you don't feel like, oh man, come on, rooting for Tyler Bate when he's down, like popping out of your seat when he jumps up and you know is, is going wild. It was it was the the apex, the pinnacle of pro wrestling. I tweeted out that five stars, ten stars, a million stars. It was awesome. It was epic. And then, like, only a few hours after that, AEW had their all-out show. That was awesome, too. I had a great time watching that. Just, oh, man, what a good day. Days, days that are full of wrestling are happy days. I love them. They make me feel good. They make me smile. And then I go to work and have awful days. But then I get to come home, and I get to play awesome games like Alien Isolation, Still loving that game. I will say I, I have I, I mentioned it on the Whatcha Plan that we'll be dropping in the next couple day, days or so over here. But I do have one issue with that game that I created myself, and it's an audio issue. So it's my own fault, but it, it affects my enjoyment of it when the alien's around. But also this week, family was in town. My uncle and my cousin were here. So it's good seeing them. It's always good seeing good people having good times instead of seeing awful people and having awful times like I do certain other days that I go and do other things. But also this week, 
I was talk I was on the video game track. I got derailed. Let's put it back on track by saying I got back into judgment this week because it was like Eric said, one of those buffer zones of games are coming out and I want to play something and I might as well play this because I'm not sure if I'm going to make it all the way to beat it. But then after like two hours of playing, it started getting really good and getting really fun. And I found like a bunch of bonkers side missions and the story started getting really good. I went, oh man, it's too bad that Catherine comes out the next day because I want to play this and finish this, but I don't know if I'm going to get the chance to. So I'm kind of starting to turn the corner on Judgment right in time to slam into the brick wall that is Catherine Full Body Edition. Here it is. I look I look at this little sheep man. I look at the little sheep and it makes my heart happy. He is he is the wrestling day when I when there's no wrestling to watch. I look at this guy and I I make myself happy and I I smile, look at his little oblong eyeballs and it just makes me go, "Yeah, I'm a sheep." sheet i should put him right here on my shoulder but it'll fall off because i gesticulate too much so i'm not going to do that but what i am going to do is tell you the game is so good it's so fun it's so amazing to be back in the catherine world again playing it on hard mode playing it on remixed mode with all the assists turned off it feels like when i played it for the first time and i die a lot because it's on freaking hard and it's freaking hard but it feels good when i do like, I go, okay, not that way, not this setup. I'm going to try going up the middle. I'm going to try going up the side. I'm going to go try going over here. I'm going to try all these different things. And then sometimes they work out, and sometimes they half work out, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to remember that next time. And I get all the way back up to where that was, and I totally forget it. And I find some other cattywampus, higgly-piggly way to just, I just uh, fumbled my way through, and somehow I made it to the checkpoint. I'm the best. And it feels so good. And when Vincent goes, yeah, at the top of the pyramid, I say that myself because I feel awesome because Catherine makes me feel great. That's It's just the best. That feeling is superb because, uh-huh. man, coming back to it, it was like, <laughs> okay, all right, I remember all this. Well, Jesus, blurgy, blurgy. <laughs> and then I'm just letting my brain just flow and go. And next uh-huh. thing you know, I'm just like, I don't know, pull this one out, move this one over. I don't know what that was. That was definitely not any style. There was no cool points in that, but I did it. I somehow finagled my way up and I made it. So suck it. <laughs> or, or I'll remember that, like the two block little ladder I mm-hmm. used to make. And it'll go well for like four levels. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to cheese it. And then I hit bam, just a giant wall or like one of those giant Tetris pieces that I had no idea were in the remix mode. And I'm like, oh, that just ruined everything. Okay. <laughs> Somehow it worked. Or you get those moments where you're trying to build over here and you're like, oh, but I can't, I can't keep doing that. But then you look just to the left and it's like, oh, if I just push everything together, all I have to do is just walk right up. <sighs> but at the same time, awesome. Love mm-hmm. it. It's glorious. It's a fantastic game, everybody. We, we've been talking about it for years. you got to get mm-hmm. it. It's so yeah. much fun. If you like puzzle games, you have to have it. Period. Yeah. So that was us individually this week. Together as a team this week, we did IG2G episode 61. Had a great time. I got to talk about Catherine on that episode, too, and get exactly this excited. It was awesome. Yes, you got to get Catherine on there, and I was like, oh, that lucky son of a guy. Good old mm-hmm. Catherine. That's all right. I loved what I was talking about, too. I had a good time with that episode. So, hey, you know, bada bing, bada boom. Of course, I talked about control, if you're interested, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and got a little excited about it, and then started rambling like a crazy person for a minute, and I was like, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore, but it was fun. I don't care. Whatever. There we go. 
<laughs> Those are the best parts of IG2G now. And then when we do like the whatcha plans, it's like start rambling. It's like, oh yeah, there's two points I got to bring up. But you get so excited about this one that the other one just starts mm-hmm. starts going. It's like, oh, oh, and now I'm now I'm way too far down this rabbit hole to even to come back around. To come back, yeah. But actually, before I even beat the game and went on this five minute tirade, there was this other cool thing that was over there. It, but it's so good. It feels good. Mm-hmm. That's when you know you like the game. You know, that's when you that's know right. you're like, hey, 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 here's, I like talking about this one because all over oh my god and then this and this oh my god and then this and this look at this toy look at that toy oh, yeah mm. wonderful and speaking of shiny toys you should look at we got golden keys that are shiny themselves and then we'll also get you shiny toys to look at in borderlands 2 and we got a million a billion a trillion vip codes from a buddy at 10k beers on twitter he is the official third shift me VIP reporter. I didn't retweet anybody else's code, Sean. So you are the man today. I am supporting you like you support us. So make sure you guys go hit up the Twitter, the Red, the forums, the Instagram. Hit up your preferred shift code and VIP code provider and get yourself some free loots. I'm telling you right now that it's like a madhouse. These VIP codes popping out all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. How do you even keep up? It's so impossible. I mean. Well, all, all I know you how do, you keep up. Huh? You, you go at, at third shift me on Twitter, uh-huh. or you uh-huh. go to thirdshift.me uh-huh. under the shift code segment. Yeah? That's how you do oh it. Oh, my God, man. That's phenomenal. It's it's actually possible. Holy cow. Thank you, third <laughs> shift, and thank you, our official freaking reporter, 10K Beers. You're amazing. You guys just know everything. Oh, golly gee. Wish a sorry <laughs> sap like me could figure out how to go over there and click the button <laughs> and put in all those codes. <laughs> <laughs> And one other person that I want to give a thank you and a shout out to, and it could be many persons, it could be one person, I don't know, but at DG Shift Codes on Twitter followed us recently, so I followed back. They do a lot of these shift codes and the VIP codes, but also lately over the past few days, they've had community members donate the, I think it's the Flack Head that you can get in Borderlands 3, like the, a code for that. And then if you redeem the code, you also get entered into a contest for a a custom Xbox One controller and then a bunch of other stuff. So really cool giveaways and stuff that their community members put out that they retweet out, and then I tweet that. So make sure everybody can get in on possibly winning cool Borderlands 3 stuff and then external stuff outside of that. So make sure you guys follow at DG Shift Codes. Because they've been giving out a bunch of cool stuff lately. It's really cool. That is pretty cool. That's pretty neat. I didn't. Even, I wasn't even aware of that because, of course, you know, I don't really go on our uh, Twitter thing very often. Mm-hmm. I just follow us, and then I stay on all Eric's boring old Twitter. Or I don't get to see all the cool things we're up to. <laughs> <laughs> poor me. Oh, and speaking of poor me and poor things, I don't get to go to everybody uh-huh. tomorrow or today, as you're hearing this. All you awesome fans out there are going to be down in Texas at the cool, awesome, super mm. awesome Gearbox freaking Borderlands 3 launch party. And you know what? I don't get to go, but I'm not jealous. I'm not saddened too much. I'm no. happy. I rejoice. Because we already know a couple people who followed us and hung out with us over the years, like Anasni, Deverex, mm-hmm. if that's how you say it. You know me. I'm terrible name. Sorry, <laughs> Dev Owens. <laughs> You're talking about our buddy Low Lines, Richard uh, Devereux. Hey, you know, I'm trying to call him by his Twitter handle now. You know what I mean? 
Oh, I, I didn't know that he changed it. He's just still just low yeah. lines to me. Low lines, yep. Yeah, we got so we got several people we know that are going to be turned out there, along with tons, of course, the Borderlands staff. They're going to mm. be there. It's a super secret location. If you put in for the invite and you got it, they sent you like this really cool code and stuff. And then when you put the code into the website, it launches a super secret message that tells you where to be for this party. That is awesome. I would love to be part of like a secret party where I got super coded messages on where I got to be at. And then to boot when I get there, there's freaking crazy DJs, crazy beers and and drinks and foods and music and friends and 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 all oh, man. <laughs> no, okay. I'm sad and jealous. Dude, You've sad. made me sad and jealous. <laughs> I wasn't before, but then you told me about super secret coded messages. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, it's so neat. It's so cool how that all went down. I am very actually sad that I can't go, yeah. but. If there's anybody that hears this before they go to that party, make sure you throw some high fives for third shift out to everybody involved and say, great job from third shift. We're freaking supporting you. We're up here in Michigan and we went to, you know, like I said, we went to the old Comic Cons here and we've been repping Borderlands, doing what we can, Mm -hmm. doing gearbox work up in the forgotten state of Michigan. Up at the frozen tundra. We're the, we're the, the, I almost said the Tiberian North. That's not right. We're basically up in Siberia. That's it. That's we're, right. We're in the Arctic Circle. We're talking to polar bears and penguins. That's the wrong hemisphere. Whatever. It doesn't Nobody matter. Knows Nobody knows I'm that. I'm the only one who knows that. It's fine. I know that, but we're the we're the only ones that know that. That because so, we're up here. Yeah. We see, oh, there's no penguins here. It must be the other ones. I, I studied yeah. Antarctica for many years, so I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, of course you did. Anyway, up here in the frigid Northlands, we still love the Gearbox and the Borderlands 3. So like you said, give them a shout out. Say, hey, Third Shift loves you guys, wishes they were here. Take a selfie with me, and I'll send it to them and make them sad and jealous all over again. That's what you do. So our presence down there will be forgotten and it will be missed. But you know what? Our presence up here, repping at the Michigan Comic Con, having that Mm -hmm. Borderlands 3 booth as we did, is bringing Gearbox to us, everybody. You saw them already at Michigan Comic Con, but come the end of October, October 31st, November 1st, and 2nd, or maybe 3rd, who knows? I don't know. Time is relevant to me. Mm -hmm. Yumicon is coming to Detroit, and guess what? We're going to see our boy Jim Faronda. Woo woo! Yes. Yeah, we were there. We were there where it is. We were there where it was, and we we didn't take a picture of it. We brought a little fish hook, Mm -hmm. and we put it down in there. And then, uh, then we heard through the grapevine, we nibble, nibble. We saw a little bobber go, bloop, bloop, bloop. And we hooked a big fish, ladies and we gents. We did. We're going to see Jim in person. Friend of the show, alumnus of the show, Jim Faronda will be here on our doorstep in our backyard. And we're going we're gonna to see him. So you can be jealous of us this time. That's right. And not only do we get to hang out with Jim, but we're also going to go see John St. John. And we're going to pitch our idea. You all know what we're talking about. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what we're talking about. We're going to get Duke of Newton. <laughs> Duke of Newton. <laughs> I can't even Because it's too good. You don't want to spoil it and get somebody in the line in front of us going, oh, hey, I got a great idea for some uh, Nukem Dukem game. Mm-hmm. And they'll say it wrong because they heard it wrong mm-hmm. right now. And then we'll come up and be like, no, out of the way, sir. Boom. The real game is called... You won't know. That's right, because we can't have you all sniping up there at the Umicon, taking the grand idea away and getting us out of Randy Pitchford's ear. Mm-mm. That's right. Because <laughs> John St. John, as soon as he hears, he's going to go, hang on, boys and girls, clickety-clack-clack-clack clack on the old cell phone. 
Randy, bam, it's your boy John. And Randy's like, wow. And then boom, we're in. Like magic. Just like magic, because Randy Pitchford will hear it. And he'll shuffle us into his deck of approved content creators. That's right. Boom. That's how we do it. That's how we make our way back in. And then we got Handsome Jack's voice actor there, too. What's his name, Eric? You're the guy who remembers the names, right? John Devrox. You're just putting together. You're just putting together pieces of names. <laughs> you can't fool me. Eric. You, I don't know it. anybody's name. It's impossible. <laughs> what are humans? <laughs> so yes, the whole Borderlands Gearbox Duke Nukem connection, Battleborn connection. It's all there. All the things we talk about. The people will all be there at the show. It's going to be great. I'm going to be standing in lines. I'm going to be glad-handing. I'm going to be slapping backs. It's going to be awesome. Eric's clickety-clacking. I can't stretch it out any longer. All right. Eric, that's all I got. You know what? Damien Clark. There you go, everybody. That's right. That, that's yeah. that, Of course that's it. God damn it. Yes. I knew this, but I didn't know it. And I could not conjure it. I yeah. tried. As soon I as you so said hard. it, I went, oh, you... Mm-hmm. So there you but go. It, it wasn't in the punch bowl. We're so sorry, Handsome Jack. You got to forgive us, though, because we haven't had you on the show, and I'm a dummy, so it's all is forgiven. You can't be mad at dumb it's people. It's in their nature. <laughs> <laughs> if we're like getting, it's like getting mad, mad at, at a at tiger for eating you. Yeah, or well, an, an ant for stealing you your candy. I mean, you know, what do you think he's going to do? Or a bear for eating you. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Dumb's going to be dumb, you know? You can't expect anything more. So that's two great events coming up, either occurring as you're hearing this or coming up later this month. But hey, there's also a great event in the past. If I turn around and look, look, there it is, Ozpax West. Yeah, there it is. It's just, it's just right back there. Right in hindsight. Just happened. Just came and went, everybody. Gearbox, of course, had their usual panel up there, which I shouldn't say that because, of course, they skipped the previous year. So mm-hmm. is it a usual panel? I don't know. Sort of, kind of. It's what they usually do when they have a panel. So That's it's true. their usual panel. It's their usual. Just the panel's not always mm-hmm. there. There you go. Whatever. It all's the same to me. Mm-hmm. They were super stoked about it because, of course, Borderlands 3 is right around the corner. There's all sorts of news and cool stuff to talk about. The fans were mm-hmm. super stoked about it because, of course, they finally announced Borderlands 3. So anything Gearbox talks about right now, everybody's going to high-five and be happy with and, and content mm-hmm. with. And I just want to point out real quick, we said this from year one. You announce Borderlands 3, and no matter what else you talk about, everybody will be happy. Until you Mm -hmm. announce Borderlands 3, nobody's going to be happy. And and we've seen it just on the Twitter. I mean, we used to see it all the time. Oh, Battle Plan's up. Shut up, where's Borderlands 3? Oh, look at this cool Battleborn thing. Shut up, where's Borderlands 3? Now it's, hey, check out this cool thing. Sweet, awesome. mm -hmm. That looks really dope. I'm excited because I'm already excited. So now anything you give me, I'm going to love. Yep, yeah, because you're, get, awesome. you're getting the big candy bar you wanted in the first place, and now they're just mm. sprinkling candy and sprinkles all over, and you're just like, yep. damn, this is August, this is great, this is the best world ever to be in, Wee, flying high. So just saying, just saying, Gearbox, you could have saved yourself a lot of trouble and just announced Borderlands 3 three, four years ago, and we'd have been all great. Just saying. That's, now see... I, now, now, now you got me second guessing. Now I'm thinking. Well, you could announce it, but then if you don't show it off, then could have it turned into a scenario that uh, Final Fantasy yeah. went into, where. Mm-hmm. But that's not even fair because that was like an 11 year process, not a that's true three year process. So yeah. it's not the same, but still, I get you. Anyways, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's all irrelevant. Yeah. We've moved so far beyond that. I don't even see it anymore. 
I want to talk about the dark ages. No, the dark ages are gone. That's right. They're all gone. We're in the bright ages, the light ages. This is where I burn up, but you know what? I can't wait to burn up. That's why the light bearer is here. He's here to bring the light. That's that's it. You... <laughs> it's all, all coming full circle. <laughs> so, yes, all kinds of good things from the Gearbox panel. Hey, I'm just going to say it. I enjoyed the show. It was a good show this year. There were there were a couple little tiny dips, but nothing major. What about you? Did you, did you enjoy their panel? Eric? Overall, yes, I enjoyed the panel. I thought it was well put together. I liked how they had um, Elisa in the background doing the, like the overhead announcements and stuff. I thought that was really cool. Just kept things boom, 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 real like official kind of sounding. I was going to say, it felt like E3. Oh, hey, welcome to the stage from Gearbox Publishing, XYZ, mm-hmm. or from this developer, Hootie Hootie Hoo, just like the big shows. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the uh, the different developers for like on the publishing side that were coming out and talking about their stuff were all very mm-hmm. enthusiastic, happy to be there. You know, some have the jitters yeah. of their nervousness, but no crap. As we've said before, you're standing in front of that many people doing all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you go do it, and you tell me how it feels. And I definitely got to say that Homeworld 3 guy, super impressive just like oh yeah hey i'm here in front of a million people ah, no big deal mm-hmm. check out homeworld 3 kicks checks out on fig it's gonna be cool so like, he he was he was engaging like we've said before none of us are homeworld gamers i've never played one before in my life but just when you get a dev that's that's that engaging and friendly and professional it makes me want to support him by playing that game. It makes me more interested than I would be otherwise. I was going to kind of save Homeworld 3 a little bit because, you know, that's the meteor title they got going. But since we're here, I feel it'd be stupid just to move, you know, and come back to it. I will say yeah. I was impressed, too, with that whole thing. I love the trailer that came out with it. Kind of put mm-hmm. you in that whole space opera vibe. And even yeah. for me, who's not really that interested in those types of games, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I could get into this. I could, I could be that guy out in space, freaking mm-hmm. shoveling around cool ore to different planets and selling it and then getting jacked by pirates. It'd be super cool. <laughs> I will say, I, I like the trailer too, but I was like, I was watching it and I was like, I don't even know what I'd do in this game. Like, I know it's the big, like, fleet and stuff and like is it like a full 4x is it not a full 4x is it more combat based i was like i don't i don't know enough to get as excited as i should when i'm watching this like i know homeworld vets are seeing the ships and like oh yeah it's the whatever mm-hmm. x9 zip zoo but i'm interested in it and i'm interested and i'm also interested in this in this fig in this fig stuff because mm-hmm. if you're interested in homeworld 3 if you're a diehard fan who knows what those ships are you can go over to Fig right now, and you can do the Kickstarter side of it, which is pretty self-explanatory. they got a bunch of tiers, different things you can get. Eric should back the Wingman edition, where he and I both get a copy. That's what you should do for 100 bucks and just, hey, happy birthday, Matt. It's, it's a cool copy of game for you, buddy. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, That's a great idea, Matt. I'll think about that very hard, and maybe that will happen sometime soon in the future here. <laughs> just be now, thinking about it. <laughs> I will say I was... I was a little confused, but also I think this is cool. I like the fig, like you mentioned, is really neat. You can go over there, you can back the game, then you can also become an investor in the game mm-hmm. by backing it up to a certain amount, and then you get partial parts. You know, obviously as an investor, you'll get some of the profit if they make a profit, mm-hmm. as well as of course getting to play the game, all that good stuff. But it's just strange yeah. because of course Gearbox Publishing is helping to publish it, but through going going through fig, obviously that means there's need need more help in publishing it. 
So I'm like, well, what's once again, as is always the question, I'm like, well, what part of this is Gearbox Publishing publishing? Where mm-hmm. where do they come in on this and, and where they're helping? Is it just a certain amount of money they're putting in towards it? Or is it something else entirely? I don't know if they really explained it. Uh, they they definitely didn't really explain it, but I'm wondering if it's more of the like the interface and like not not interface, but the interface between like the storefronts and where you can put your game and you know since they've helped out stuff people like compulsion games we have contacts in these different regions for approvals and we know who to send it to so just easing the process versus you know like a like ea developer where you think where it's just back up the dump truck full of cash and there you go Mm -hmm. so i feel like that's that's what i'm so used to you know i'm so used to the publishers basically just being a money house Mm -hmm. a bank that the developer goes to and says, hey, sir, may I please have another? And then they right. hand out the dough, and then they keep making the game. And then if it does well, everybody's happy. If it doesn't, the publisher goes and cuts off the milk and bada-bing, bada-boom. Mm. That developer has to go elsewhere. Well, it just makes more sense now from a development and publishing standpoint to do it this way. Because if you have a bunch of buzz and you can get a bunch of money via Fig or Kickstarter, that lessens development costs for you and the publisher, so you can make, I mean, with this influx of money, you can make the kind of game you want, and the publisher doesn't have to, again, dump the truck, or have to worry about retaining you after this game, you know, making mm-hmm. you do a different kind of game, whatever that is. So it's it's smart, and like I said, if they've got that, that way to, ways to help you out other than monetarily, it just makes it better for the developer... It's. It, I think it's a win-win all around. Well, I think it's a win-win all around, but I also think it's a smart move on Gearbox Publishing side of things because it feels to me, and this course may not be the case at all, I'm just looking at it from the outside, but it feels to me mm. like they're learning. Like they're yeah, going yeah. and they're doing different aspects of the publishing side mm. to all these different games, and it feels like it's kind of they're stretching their muscles and gaining strength and figuring out where they shine at, what they're good at doing, what they can help with, how to do the helping and the different angles of publishing, and then can move forward from there. It just feels kind of like they're getting their wings and their their muscles and, and moving forward. And it's pretty, I don't know, it might not be that at all, but just from the outside, that's what it looks like. It looks like they're kind of just doing tons of different small things for a bunch of different developers to see what, what works, what sticks. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, when you got talented teams like they do at Gearbox, you can find all the different people who are better suited for this angle or this avenue or this bit, and then building your team and your brand all around it. it it's Again, it's just smart to do. And we breezed over it, but I want to mention, because that, that investment thing on FIG looks and sounds freaking amazing. Because it's the first thing you see. It's like, oh, invest 500 bucks per share and get a copy of the game. And it's, I mean, it's kind of complicated, so I probably shouldn't go into it on the air, but it sounds so cool. Like, you, if you invest in the game, that goes into the FIG funds, and depending on how big that gets, FIG gets a revenue cut from, you know, full final sales of the game, which they also split up into dividends for the investors based on the number of sales. It's really cool. I read up the whole thing. It got me, like, really excited about backing games in a different way than I've ever thought of before. So just that there is a website that does this, that offers, you know, people or investors or just just regular schmoes who want to support a game, a new avenue of doing that and possibly getting rewarded for it in the back end. I think that's just awesome. So even if you don't, even if nobody's interested in it, go check it out. 
because it's super cool and interesting on its own. I agree with that. And, you know, there's so many other cool and interesting things that happened here with the Gearbox publishing team, Matt. I want to mention Astroneer as one of them, all right? This one's mm-hmm. a small one. They came on board. They were showing some more of their game. Their game's obviously already out, but Gearbox Publishing, once again, as I said earlier about taking these different angles, is once again taking the angle like it did with Fortnite and that it's mm. going to go ahead and use its publishing arm to help them bring out a physical copy of the game. So if you haven't got a hold of this game or haven't seen it yet, soon enough you're going to be able to pick it up, physical copy edition, if that's something you choose to do. And I didn't really understand what this game was about, okay? I should have done my due diligence and went and like watched some actual gameplay for a while. But uh-huh. the trailer was really cool, really colorful, real lighthearted and fun. Mm. But unfortunately, it didn't really tell me, or at least me anyway, it didn't tell me what the game was really all about. But I will say I was at work watching the PAX West panel once, and then I was at home cooking dinner watching the PAX panel the second time. So mm. my attention was only about 65-70% both times. <laughs> Well, I will say my attention was there other than typing in our Discord to each other about cool stuff. I didn't really get it either because it was kind of a lighthearted and fun type of trailer. But just judging from the camera work and the perspective from which the trailer was shown, it looked like another VR game because you could look down and see the controller and hands manipulating it. So it made me think that there was a you know, a VR game, maybe like a like a No Man's Sky kind of exploration, goof around on a planet. I'm not 100% sure because I, I don't think I'd heard about it until, the you know, the teaser tweet from uh, Gearbox official saying, hey, we're going to be talking about Astroneer at the show. I'm going to be looking into it a little bit more just to see what it's about because, like you said, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure either. It kind of had the No Man's Sky vibe to me where you're, like, mm-hmm. exploring and getting minerals and ores and... And whatnot from the a planet, and then yeah. harvesting them to build things or make things. That's kind of where I thought it was going. But hey, you know what? That's the best I got. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it makes me curious just because of how lighthearted it was, mm-hmm. like and fun and silly the trailer itself was. So I'm mean, maybe it's just maybe it is that, but just with a you know maybe you make goofier ships. I don't know. We'll, we'll look into it. We'll. We'll let you I was going to say, now that we know it exists and it's there, I'll, you know, I'll go watch some gameplay and check it out and see what it's all about. That way mm-hmm. we can cover it properly once the physical editions come around. Yeah, absolutely. And another cool thing from Gearbox Publishing, it's another thing that was teased, and it was, it was one of those, oh, and hey, by the way, you guys can play it right now. Bulletstorm Duke of Switch Edition. It's out now on the Switch. You can go play it if you want some more Bulletstorm in your life, which... When I was man, I gotta tell you, when I was watching that trailer, I went, I miss playing Bulletstorm. Uh-huh. I miss you and I drinking beers, playing through those anarchy stages. That was a blast. Uh-huh. So if you want to have a blast on the go in your hands, get yourself Bulletstorm Duke of Switch Edition. I am not gonna lie, man. I saw that and I went, first off, I just want to play Bulletstorm again, and I want to mm-hmm. play it with Duke again because when mm-hmm. Duke's voice came on, I was just laughing. I- I've played uh-huh. it twice with Duke. And I was still just laughing, man. It's just the way they did it, the way they did it with Duke and that. And I'm not spoiling, I've probably, oh, I spoiled a long time ago, but for those fresh mm-hmm. and they're like, oh my God, I haven't seen anything. This is crazy. I won't spoil it. But the way they do Duke in this, just phenomenal. I love it. I just, I didn't expect it the way they did it. Mm-hmm. And then it just, when they did it that way, I went, that's perfect. That's exactly the way they should have done it. And having played it, it, even just, you know, they were playing like random lines in different places where he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And when I heard the lines, I was like, I could picture it. 
right in front of my face. Duke f***ing Nukem. Remember it for later, baby. Yeah. Like, I know where that uh-huh. is in the game. It's perfect. It's awesome. <laughs> it was it was good. It's a great game. If you have if you still to this day haven't checked it out, you got to do so. It's a whole lot of fun and the like you Matt was saying the anarchy part where going there mm-hmm. and do the 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 co-op stuff, you know, the online. Oh my gosh, man. Just a good time. I love playing with randos who ruin everything for you. That's like <laughs> the best. The best. That's why that's why I specifically said playing with you and not with everyone else. <laughs> hey, you guys got to do like slide kicks in this one. Everyone's just, just jumping, jumping around. around like morons. Oh, that's the freaking best. No, that <laughs> that was a lot of fun. And I, and I also thought about, you know, like you said, getting it for the Switch. And we could be sitting there at mm-hmm. lunchtime playing Anarchy. Just do-do-do-do-do-do. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, dude, that's awesome. So... I don't know. If you want to hook us up, Gearbox, you know where we're at. You know our number. Hit us up. You know what I'm saying? We love Bulletstorm. We've always loved Bulletstorm, and we'll keep on loving Bulletstorm. <laughs> Why does our phone number sound like circus music? <laughs> that's what it is. You know, that's all it is. It's just clowns doing a dance show. <laughs> just jumping in the cars. Uh, it's the whole world. But hey, speaking of clowns, clowns make you laugh. Another thing that'll make you laugh is Trover Saves the Universe. There's free DLC coming to that. And now, I don't know if it's now or if it's always been that way, but they made a big point of saying, now it's playable, not in VR. So if you're not a millionaire, you can play this game on your TV and still have a lot of fun. I really did like the trailer for this because they showed... Hey, you know, I'm not a I'm not a big streamer watcher, but showing the cuts from the different streamers reacting to the stuff they saw in the game, even when they had to like censor what the game was and just see like two streamers side by side going like, "What the?" F-? It, it was cool. It made me laugh. It made me more interested in it than I was before. I've watched a ton of uh, Trover through streamers. Those those magical beings you don't know or watch too much mm-hmm. of. And I'll tell you, that game is hilarious. I enjoy it. That's the kind of humor I enjoy anyway. So I always said it. I said it back in the day, and I'll say it again. This game you will love if that's your type of humor. If it's not, Mm -hmm. you're not going to like the game. So I advise you to go out there now that you can pick it up and do all sorts of things with all sorts of different devices and play it. Go look at it just for like a little three-minute clip. And if you don't Mm -hmm. chuckle, grin, or laugh, you might not like the game. Okay, because it's a very specific type of humor. Just telling you. I enjoy it. I thought it was great. I had a lot of laughs. The way they do the puzzles in this, they they break the fourth wall and screw around quite a bit. And I enjoy that type of thing. So if you do too, maybe check it out. But I was was happy to see it. I was happy to see it getting more stuff added onto it, coming out on more devices, all that good stuff. And speaking of more stuff getting added onto a game that people enjoy, we Happy Fuse... We All Fall Down DLC was also announced. I mean, everybody knew it was coming, but it was it was titled. It had a little trailer here at PAX West 2. It was definitely a, you know, since the, I think the, the last one was the Lightbearer DLC where you were a, a rock god interacting with your guitar. This one took it to a, it looked like a lot more serious level. It got me, it got my interest peaked again to be like, oh man, look at this dark stuff that's going on right now. So... I, I still haven't played the original game, but this got me excited to see where where their dark and twisted minds could possibly go when we all fall down. Indeed, Matt. I'm so glad you're excited about that. I, however, am super excited about Borderlands 2 VR BAMF DLC coming out, all right? You are not. Yes, you have I no am. VR no, setup. I am so excited <laughs> about it. <laughs> 
You're excited for the people who have no, those exactly. setups. No, I am excited yeah. for everybody. Because, you know, it's something we talked about when this was first announced. And we were like, oh, mm. where's all the DLC? It's just the base game. That's kind of weird, whatever. And then they yeah. talked about how it was a small team making it. And, you know, they didn't have the resources or time at that time to get that going. Well, mm-hmm. look at that. It did well enough that they pulled through, got the team together. And now they're releasing Captain Scarlet or Pirate's Booty, Dr. Torque's campaigns, Sir Hammerlock's, everything. Everything. Every DLC. It doesn't matter. I'm not listing them all. All of them. Wait a minute. Did you just, you just say Dr. Torg? I just see him with one of those oh, no. like, reflecting <laughs> things on his headband. Oh, Dr. Torg. You got an explosive in your blood. Boom. <laughs> supposed to be Mr. Torg. God damn it. <laughs> Could have swore I said that. God. It just put such a good visual it, in it my was, head. That is it. Just, just mix it with Dr. Zed. Oh, there great. you go. Yeah, yeah. Wow, what a DLC. <laughs> Boom. Money in the bank, Borderlands 3. Oh, that's Dr. awesome. Dr. Zed and Mr. Torg team up to become a duo Dr. Set. All right? Oh, see, here, here it is. Right. Here it mm-hmm. is. Post-story DLC. Mm-hmm. After you topple the Calypsos, there's got to be two other streamers that get in big. Oh, Dr. Zed and Mr. Torg. And then they have, like, switcheroo day. Oh, Dr. Torg, I got a medical license. And then they show <laughs> cutscenes of Dr. Torg. Yes. With his patients blowing him to bits and stuff. What is <laughs> the bandits come in. Oh, I've got something in me bum hole. And then he goes, I'll fix it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's perfect that that is raining money right we there that's it. a million dollar idea all right well you know send the checks you got as we just said earlier gearbox you know where we are you know how to get a hold of us we got ideas for you it's all right we'll talk later <laughs> off air <laughs> so another another great idea that they had during this presentation was they had a risk of rain 2 trailer and they were showing that off, and everyone's like, wow, cool, Risk of Rain, yeah, when's it going to come out? Boom, right now, suckers, out on PC, Xbox One. It was out on a Switch 2, Switch right? Switch 2. Wait, mm-hmm. and I said PC, what I meant was PS4. PS4, Xbox One, it's out on all the consoles. So now you can you can risk your rain anywhere you want to be. Just boom, there you go. You sure can. I was super excited to see that it's out on all the consoles, and then the whole, you know, it's out now, go get it, bada bing, bada boom. Mm-hmm. But... Before we move off of it, I just want to say that trailer is so cool. I love mm. the whole attempt one, yeah, then attempt yeah, yeah. 47, then attempt 100. It just brings back a lot of good memories for me playing, you know, the games I've played throughout history, especially mm-hmm. one I talked about earlier, World of Warcraft, where, you know, you spend like 97 attempts on a boss to beat, you know, just that That's getting true. a little bit further, getting a little bit further, adapting the scenario, bringing in an extra mage and getting rid of a shaman you don't need, da 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 da. I like. I, it. I never thought of how roguelikey just the dungeons and raids are. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It just feels good. That, that whole trailer just felt right to me. Felt great. Mm-hmm. Once again, made me want to pick up Risk of Rain. Well, Risk of Rain Two. Sorry, shouldn't say Risk of Rain. Risk of Rain Two. But God bless. So many games, you guys. There's so many games. This is ridiculous. And there were so many games there at PAX West. I think we pretty much got them all. That's all I got right now. Oh, yeah. That was all the publishing stuff, except for, of course, Borderlands itself. So, you know, got to gotta discuss that part, Matt. Did you know? There, hey, Matt, let me tell you about this game. It's called Borderlands 3. This too game. many games, Eric. Too many <laughs> games. I can't even talk about what I'm here to talk about. Can't it's even talk about the one we're supposed to for sure cover. It's the one... This is it. Jeepers. Matt thought it was over. It's not over. It's never over. 
We're wrapping the show. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I had it, I had it written there, but it's like on the bottom with the with the after stuff. I was, oh, terrible! Man. You terrible goon! You terrible banana! So of course, I'm going to tie these two things together to shorten it up just a touch. <laughs> Randy came out said, "Hey, you know we're going to be talking about some Borderlands Three tonight." But before we get to do that, I want to announce that we're going to topple Third Shift. We're going to destroy those goons once and for all. And we're bringing out the Borderland Show, hosted by the kind of funny crew, Greg Miller and Fran Marabella III. And you know, it broke my heart and made me happy at the same time. Because I do love Greg Miller, and I do love Fran Marabella, and I do love kind of funny. That's some good content over there. They do a great job. I like what they do. I subscribe. I follow. I listen to their content. However, they're up in my house now, and I don't appreciate it. I don't appreciate you in my house, Greg Miller. I did not invite you into my house. So please take off your shoes. Come sit in this chair, and you talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, they're still in our house, but we still have, you know, that... Like the bedroom that you can't go into, mm-hmm. and like the attic That's that right. we never showed to anybody. Yeah, we just never because we got all the publishing stuff. We got all the the side news and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna be like, oh man, Risk of Rain too. They're just they're gonna be talking yet. about Borderlands. Exactly. And not only that, they're gonna be formatting it more of along a month monthly type show. I'm sure yeah. it'll be in a podcast form, but I, it sounds like they're they're aiming towards some antics and goofballness and videos and things they're gonna show while they're they're having their conversations. So it's mm-hmm. it's in the streamer slash podcast realm, but even though I'm just kidding, the more the merrier. The more people you get out there doing these shows, doing stuff, it's awesome. It is, Matt. Matt's shaking his head, everybody, because he's like I was originally. You know, he's like, Don't you come in my house. Get out. But you weren't supposed to say that. I was that was oh, that was me oh, sorry, no. in the Discord. No, no, I wanna no, we no. gotta let everybody know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I will say and I and I wondered about our friends at the Borderlands three show. And obviously they haven't had an episode for a few for a few whiles now. But I was like, Oh man, they actually like took almost their entire idea and just they just rubber stamped it. Mm-hmm. Went, hey, we are the Borderlands show now. The Borderlands Three show. Sorry, guys, you're out. So, or or maybe they got a cease and desist. Hey, we're coming up with the Borderlands show. Maybe that's why they haven't done one. Cornholio, why why is it? Yeah, is that what, what happened? Well, I know another you thing can, that happened. You can was, tell me. I won't say it on Twitter. There was that whole sub motto thing. Uh, I know Cornholio really sided with him big time on that. And oh, they, yeah, there you go. That could be and it. So there's there's a lot of drama. Boys and girls, let me tell you, you you even touch your toes into this podcasting streaming world. Oh my gosh, wowzers! It's like a sometimes it's nice to be up in the frigid north. Exactly, when, when you're in the tundra, just forgotten and cold, it's great because all of the things that get shot at you, boom, they're hitting icicles, baby. You can't touch us up here. <laughs> you can't throw a rock that far. Exactly, yeah. ain't happening. Stop making it. But as I was saying. On this weird random tangent we've gone down. They are coming out. They're going to have a monthly show. Of course, being the big names they are, they're going to get all sorts of really cool guests. I want to rival that. I don't know if it's going to happen, but we're going to try to. We're going to stay in it. Right. We're going to be in it to win it, you guys. Because you know what? Hey, it's third shift, and nothing can stop us, baby. Woo! Right? That's how that's supposed That's to right. Go. That's absolutely right. <laughs> no, and it's awesome too because if they're sticking around, they're doing good. That means we're doing good because they're going to get all sorts of really cool tidbits, nuggets, information. As Randy Pitchford himself stated, they're going to get the cool dates for the first DLC, all that announced there. So you know we'll be listening, you know we'll be watching, and we'll be taking the news, giving it to you if you don't like 
what Greg Miller's throwing down. You don't like what Fran Mirabelle is throwing down. That's okay. You come on over here. We're going to listen, and we're going to tell you about it anyway. Or you just go on every Twitter announcement of the Borderlands show and just put hashtag support third shift. Boom. And they'll be like, what's this? Oh, we, we then then they have to know. That's right. They'll be like, oh, sorry, we, we just showed up in your house uninvited. Next time we'll send a text. <laughs> Perfect. They do us dirty, we do them dirty. You know what I'm saying? Back and <laughs> forth we go. This, this is bad. They're going to start throwing exactly. stones up here. I don't like it. <laughs> no. They're going to get a trebuchet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're getting off track anyway. So yeah. with that announcement, with the Borderlands show coming... He then had Paul Sage come on board with Mean Muggin himself, and then Mean Muggin. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I forget the other one. Maybe Matt can save me. I don't know. But there was three of them. The other one I forget the name of. I'm so sorry. I don't know any names. You guys all know this. Why do you even try? It's been, it's been a it's been a while. I just remember Paul and the Mean Muggin Anthony. Mm-hmm. Paul does most oh, of the talking man. anyway. I mean that's usually the way it goes. True. So he got up there, and then he talked about, here's the important part, the Guardian ranks, mm-hmm. which he kind of went more in depth on, and then afterwards they released a nice little shtick showing you everything that's going to be happening in those three different branches. So I don't mm-hmm. know if we want to just quickly go over what they are, like just throw out the names of it or not. I'll just reiterate, I guess. You got the Enforcer, the Survivor, and the Hunter. And then you got uh, Critical Damage, Grenade Damage, Gun Damage, Gunfire Rate, Melee Damage, Vehicle Damage. That's the Enforcer. Duh. You know, and so on and so forth. I'm not going to do it because he's go. shaking there his go. head. Go I, I, check I, it out. I hugged my head. I didn't shake my head. I just went, oh, man. Hey. Here we go. People, people want to know this stuff, man. You know, true, they want to know. That's what they're here for. They're listening so they don't have to go read it themselves and watch it themselves. But if everybody's on blackout, like we said, maybe they don't want to know everything that's in every train. Okay, fine. Well, you know what? There's an Enforcer Survivor Hunter. There you go. Take a wild stab at what you're going to get from those three branches. So like we said before, you got damage, you got survivability, and you got miscellaneous, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's that's pretty good. And then he kind of went further to detail. We, we were going up in the air on whether or not this was going to be individual hunter or all around. And it is just yeah. going to be like badass. It's all around. So these are going to be points that go in, and then they're going to affect all of your Vault Hunters, period. So you'll have yeah. to make sure you're choosing carefully, and you're going to kind of be niching yourself into a certain role because of those Guardian ranks. One thing I did really appreciate watching it, hey, you know me, I'm not a, I'm not a, you know, focus in on the menu and under, you know, get everything kind of guy. Like when they teased the skill trees, I wasn't into that. One thing I did notice is... Each of those guardian ranks that not the not the ranks but the individual slots, when you unlock each one, it said, "Oh, it also unlocks this skin or this head." Mm-hmm. So getting in-game customizations via the quote fingers badass ranks, kind of like you always used to, but now you have control over it. Now you can actually choose which ones to unlock. And maybe if you're doing a damage one, maybe you get like some blood, you know, a bloody skin or something like that. Maybe they can tie that in too that'd be pretty cool yeah i I was really excited to see that because like you said it gives you more control over what you want to get i was like that's neat and then on top of just getting extra rewards on top of making your vault hunters more powerful it's a win-win it's just more rewards more dopamine getting shot into you and getting stuff which is what this game's all about and it encourages you to diversify at least a little bit Mm -hmm. because you can't get all the skins if you don't unlock all the little slots at some point at least so yeah, it's 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 that two that's that double edged thing of 
you diversify and check in everything out, but then it's also you can tailor yourself to play your own way. Like we've said on like the past 15 episodes, mm-hmm. you play your own way. That's how this, here you go. Here's more. Here's more of that. Why can't I hold all this? Play your own way. Well, speaking of playing your own way, man, they re- revealed that true Volt Hunter mode is coming back, mm-hmm. and that will be the play way you play as a badass endgame individual. But will you mm-hmm. be able to play your own way still remains to be seen because we still don't know how big of a effect the, uh, the corrosion damage is going to be and what you're going to need from that to be in this mode or whether it's going to be more along the lines of just the... It, I, I feel like this is the way they're going, where it's going to be elements are going to be just way more important in general. If you're going mm-hmm. up with someone where you've got to use electric, electricity... You will have to use electricity. There will be no getting around it. And I believe there's been a breakdown already of the different stats and pluses and negatives for the different individuals with, you know, fire immunities or whatever and what you'll need to get past them. And then that and then true Volt Hunter mode, the differences in those. I don't remember where I saw it anymore. I think maybe it was Admiral Baharu talking about it, but I could be wrong. Well, I do know that they said when they were showing that video that none of the numbers you saw were accurate. Yeah, no, no, no. This Which, had nothing to do with that. Those, yeah. Okay. No, this was something else entirely that was just talking about, hey, you, it'll be like a plus 30 to corrosion damage if you're using this type of weapon, da 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 so on and so forth. But it, it did, it, it when they said that, it made me excited and then not excited at the same time because some of the numbers looked awesome. Like, I was like, oh, that'd be pretty sweet, you, you know. This this up this much percent an enemy this much up this per- percent but then some of them were completely out of mm-hmm. the water. But one of the things I really did appreciate was, I think it was I don't know if it was in the video or another later thing like you had said, but lots of like unique modifiers in those three tiers which we didn't mention either the three tiers of mayhem. Well, we we haven't got to that yet. We're just well, in true okay. bowl hunter t- mode. <laughs> I won't touch that yet, but they were talking about, oh, oh I thought we were in both. We no, like, no, no, because Mayhem's completely different. So, yeah, I was just waiting yeah, to get yeah. in that one. But yeah, we right. can jump I, right I in. Was, I, was, I was just so geeking Matt's about So Matt's so afraid. He's geeking out. He's so excited. You know, We'll just skip right over true bowl hunter mode because everybody already knows what that one's all about. The big excitement today, or as of PAX West anyway, was the Mayhem mode. This is what Matt's yeah. already kind of digging into That's and getting what I'm excited, excited about. For, yes. It's like the Rift system in Diablo. Everybody said it, and I'm going to say it too because that's exactly what it is. You go Mayhem 1, Mayhem 2, Mayhem 3. Mayhem 1's obviously the easiest of the three. And then what it happens is you apply Mayhem 1, and then it gives all the enemies in that area or wherever you're going a bonus to their stats and way they way they operate. So you'll never know what you're going to get. You may all of a sudden have to have crazy fire damage for some enemies and ice damage only for others etc obviously their hp goes up everything else shields da 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 but what excites me the most is the you 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 teased it there but then you didn't give good examples the ways to play like say oh in this area bullets have a 25% reflex chance for everybody the examples they gave like that the idea of changing up the way the whole game operates that's what I wanted Mayhem Mode to be. That's what it sounds like it is. With, you know, stats up and down and damage up and down, that's one thing. But when I put the stick in the slot and it says, now if you apply cryo damage, it makes the enemies fly up in the air or something. So, you know, ridiculous stuff. Like, even just, like, ah, man, it's just it's so cool. I can't wait to find out all the different ways they 
change all these different areas that we're going to be running through hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds and thousands of times. And then, oh, well, if I wanted to play it a cool way, boom. If I want to play it this other crazy way, boom. Maybe, you know, oh, wow. Well, that's... So you get I can't, I can't you get even do it in think one, two, of and cool three. ideas because there's too many. On top of that, obviously you get the better chance at loot. You get the better chance at the very specific, you know, exclusive loot to those. Mm. There's nothing but good out of this. It's it's starting to it's starting to finally pile up with all these different ways to play an end game mm. and be unique and have fun and change up the whole thing like you were saying. Ah, oh, so good. Oh man, oh man, I'm so excited to do it, Matt, and see. Well, this is what mayhem does over here. So, what skill do I have that will play off of that? And whoop, let's go down this side of the skill tree and up and around. And oh man, synergizing and finding things out. Oh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be fun. I'm excited. I can't even think right. I can't speak straight. I'll just put a pin in it with this. Is I, I I think we got a lot of potential for this to be way better than it was with the iridium and the slag and all that oh, other yeah. crap. And this way, you'll be able to pull up guides if you want to, or just experiment yourself. But you're going to go into these modes, especially the mayhem, and you're going to say, "Okay, mm-hmm. look at the, look at the different synergies going on here." And then, as long as you pick weapons and have abilities slated for that, you're going to go in mm-hmm. and you're going to rock face. You're going to have a good time. It's still going to be real tough, but it's going to be doable instead of it just yeah. being what it used to be in Borderlands Two. Mm, just oh, crank up the difficulty super high, and if you don't play this one way, you toast. toast. Yeah. So I feel like there's a lot more potential here. I'm very excited about it. And they still haven't really even talked about the raids per se. So that's mm. still up in the air whether that's going to be like a whole mission on itself or if it's just going to be typical old school raid boss. It's there. Go do it. Throw iridium at it, and away you go. So I can't wait to hear about it. Randy sort of talked about it just a speckle when he mentioned uh, the Bloody Harvest, which is coming back, boys and girls, uh-huh. this year, this season. I am so stoked. I was I was terrified they weren't going to do it, being that the release is so close to Halloween time. I was like, ah, there's no way. They might do the Christmas one. There's no way they're going to do this. They, they're doing it. And now I'm just in heaven because Halloween is freaking amazing. It's my favorite one ever. And we get it right mm. off the bat. We're going to go in and then like probably a couple weeks later, boom, Bloody Harvest, Pumpkin's going to be everywhere, special events, all sorts of cool stuff. And then they got the Malawan Takedown, which Randy was talking about being mm-hmm. this whole shtick, whole event up to a raid boss, which has my hopes up and that it's going to be like an event into the raid instead of just the mm-hmm. boss itself. But he was saying how cool it was going to be. Got me excited. And then, of course, said he was going to talk about the DLC later, but then that's when he did the whole Borland show talking about Greg Miller, da 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 I mean, the fact that we will be getting free DLCs are based around events, not just holiday stuff, but like you said, the Malimon takedown stuff. Well, if there's Malimon stuff, I'm sure there's going to be a, you know, the a Jacob's hunting retreat or something. Mm-hmm. So free DLCs on top of seasonal DLCs on top of paid DLCs will keep you coming back and playing and having new ways to play because now you're in the event thing. Now you're over in the holiday thing. Oh, man. I'm When I saw that little that little mini calendar come up, I got so excited. Mm-hmm. I, it just made me happy. It did indeed because it really secured the fact that we can keep playing and have unique, fun content. And I, although I'm sure after a while we'll have seen it, but every event, every time it comes back around – it's, it's mm. just fun. And then, of course, they'll up yeah. it with the newer loot, the newer things, and I'm sure they'll tweak things here and there once in a while. That's mm. just always a reason to be on playing, which there was enough reasons for so many people before in Borderlands 2, and now they're just adding mm. 10 bajillion times more reason to keep playing. And we're not even done revealing content yet, so yeah. whew, 
Boy, I'll tell you. Mm. It's a good time to be a Borderlands fan. <laughs> Man. Woo! You made me you made me shake my head in shame, but also you do have a valid point because now is the good time to be a Borderlands fan because it's right around the damn mm-hmm. corner. It is right around the corner. You know what else is right around the corner? The ending of this podcast tonight, boys and girls. Stop! Oh, no. no! Dang it! I was so close. <laughs> you forgot the most Uh-oh. epic and sexy moment of the whole show. Probably. When they actually brought out the diamond loot chest. <gasps> In its box. And then they took it out of the box Mm -hmm. and they showed off all the stuff inside it, which is our very first look at any of that stuff. Because when it went up for pre-orders 100 million months ago, it was just, hey, in theory, you'll get these things. Mm -hmm. And they might look like stuff. We got to see it. We got to see it in action. The case, it's just the the freaking case it comes in. I looked at it and went, Mm -hmm. I got to have it. Yeah, the vault keys if, that, and, they sh- that they had in there that Randy was like, oh, mm-hmm. crap, we're probably revealing stuff. Oh, here, take this. And then, of course, the map yep. that comes with it. Mm-hmm. And what I really liked and appreciated, too, was the fact that they're like, all right, we know we didn't print enough of these bad boys. They sold out in seconds. It was over. Here's another batch. But we also know that by now, if you're a Borderlands fan, you want this. You've already bought the game because you're like, oh, I missed yep. out. Too bad. So sad. Here you go. We're going to give you a price discount on these. And to boot for this one, we're just running a big old raffle. If you wanted it, you just got to go over to the Borderlands site, put your name in, say you want a, a, a chance at it. And then you're entered in the raffle. And then after a week, which is up pretty soon. so It's, it's up tomorrow, okay. the day So the if you're listening drops, to this, so. maybe quickly go over there. Maybe it's still there. I don't know. If not, oh, well, you guys should know better. Tisk, tisk, tisk. More chances for me to win. <laughs> yuck, yuck. So and hey, if you do manage to get in, please you know contact me and let me know if you win, so I can buy it off of you. Because I want, I want. Now that I've seen it, this is the one thing I want most in the world right now. Other, other than this, this can't yes, You know, just I could put, I could put it inside my diamond loot chest, and then you could never see it. You could, nobody could ever get it. You know, so I'm hoping I win. I got my fingers crossed that I win. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to just sit here with it and just, just marinate in it. And then the tears, too, that i got to sit in because I've been divorced. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the best. <laughs> See, I was just going to say, yeah, what, you have to sell your foot? Well, I don't, I don't need a foot. What do I need a foot for at my job? <laughs> it's relevant. <laughs> you just put put your stump on a block. And just Maybe if I didn't have any seat. feet, I'd be as productive as the rest of my teammates. Oh! oh! Pow, 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 power wheels. I'm hitting the road, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we're, start, we're starting to go off track, All but right. I, I couldn't let the podcast end without saying how amazing it looked, how badly mm-hmm. I want one, how badly I want everybody to sell me theirs at a discounted price. It was it was so cool, and even just the box it came in with the COV graffiti all over mm-hmm. it, just great, just awesome. Yep, I agree with you. I really look forward to maybe getting a shot at it. I put my name in the raffle. You got your name in the raffle. Danny's got a name in the raffle. We're all in there mm-hmm. in it to win it. Make sure if you hear this in time, you get your names in there if you want to pay the big bucks to grab a hold of it. Minus, of course, the cost of the game since they uh i don't know if it was the whole cost now that i think about it i don't know if it was a partial or a whole cost of the game it's a discounted price i didn't do my due diligence was, so i'm not sure it was pretty close i think it was was it 249 or 299 cuz i mm. think it was like 189 as the discount so i think it must have been 249 right yeah something like that so whatever it is i think we got it 
So two more things before we wrap up the show. They did announce and then immediately sell out of, just like the Diamond Loot Case, a new Bandit Brew beer that they're partnering with a, I can't remember where the where the brewer was located, but they put it up on the shop and I saw it as soon as it got announced and I went click and it went sold out. So if you want, if you got it, enjoy your Bandit Brew beer. Enjoy those cool collector's cans. I was going to say those Ritz cans would have been eBay, sweet man. to have here with the rest of my collection. Oh, oh, dude, hell yeah. yeah. That was the reason I even looked at them was because I was like, I would just leave them unopened, obviously, sitting up here with the rest of my cool, you know, Borland mm-hmm. setup and everything else I got going. But like you said, they're gone. It's over. Who knows if there'll be another batch? Possibly, mm-hmm. maybe. Who knows? I mean, why not? It'd be, it'd be a, again, like publishing. It'd be a win-win for both. Hey, everybody, going down to that cool launch party tomorrow. If you happen to get your hands on one of those cans and you love Third Shift and you're like, man, those guys and gals do a great job. Hey, we're looking to get one of those cans to put with the rest of our cool Borlands memorabilia. So you know what? DM us, hit us up, we'll work it out. And then if you're down there at that cool party, there was also another cool party at PAX West with DJs and music and also people getting in lines for free Borderlands 3 tattoos. That was probably the one place that I would actually get a tattoo. If we were at PAX West, here's the tattoo parlor. Boom for Borderlands. Yeah, okay, put a little vault symbol on me. That's fine. That's good. And I saw Lisa go up there and get herself another tattoo. That was mm-hmm. awesome. Shout out. Gosh, you're right. I, I've already got a couple tattoos, but I would have gotten another one for sure if I'd been mm-hmm. there because why the hell not, man? Why the hell not? How could you How not? How could you not do and it? And it's free. Oh, man, a Borderlands symbol right behind my earlobe. Woo! Oh, there you go. God, it'd be perfect. Perfect. I just I just get it across my face like handsome Jack. There you go. Because everybody's accepted where we work, so they couldn't get rid of you. That's true, actually. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do, man? Oh, uh, you know. And get a white contact to put in the one eye. <laughs> I stared into the depths of knowledge. I know more than all of you could ever know. <laughs> I was running the machine real hard this weekend. Something bad went down. That's when I tell you guys not to touch stuff on here. This is reason. This is why. Mm-hmm. That's a reason. <laughs> but I think that finally wraps up. All the content on my show notes. What about you, Eric? You got anything no, else? No, no, that wraps it up. You know, before I destroy Discord and kill it with a fork, <laughs> that's it. I did it. We did it. We finished it. We got it done. So if you guys got any comments on the show, anything we missed, let us know what you're most excited about. Or if you got any questions, any concerns, any kind of feedback at all, if you got your hands on one of those cool cans of beer and you want to send it my way, let us know. Via email at info at thirdshift.me. Tweet at us at thirdshiftme. And find us on Facebook under Third Shift. Indeed, you can find us there. You can also find us over on Patreon. If you like what we're doing, like what you hear, consider heading over there, throwing us a buck, two bucks, three bucks, thousand bucks, any kind of bucks. Very much appreciated. We treat it just like a tip jar. Anything and everything's really cool. Helps us pay bills, which we just did recently. So you know what? It's a real thing. Got to pay bills and keep this thing going. I don't know if y'all know, but you can't just put a stuff up on the internet for no, no, no fees. You know, you gotta pay. This isn't the nineties yeah, anymore. This isn't the nineties. Go on GeoCities. No, you gotta pay people to do things. <laughs> so we encourage you to do that. If you cannot, we totally understand. I would usually give me the rigor more about the uh, one million dollar thing, but I got a little scared because somebody told me they had a dream about it and they think it might actually come true. And then I really thought about it. if it actually comes true, that we'd actually have to open up this food line. 
Yeah. And it's terrifying because with a million split three ways, it's not actually that much. Well, we have to pool it. Yeah, we'd have to pool it to open the food line. But So so it's still a million. If it's a successful business, it might be all right. But if it's not, we're in a lot of hot water. (laughs) Dude, we will have a whole aisle dedicated to babies in jars. That is a successful business. the patented Cold Cox products, so... And the cold cocks, cold cocks right all on That's, the other side of the there's aisle. There's no way. Babies and jars on one side, cold cocks mm, on the other. No way. If one doesn't right, work, the other one You're bringing it back. You're bringing it back. Hey, come on, everybody. With that $1 million, we will open up a food line. We'll have a mascot running around being ridiculous. It'll be great. We're going to have, as we mentioned, cold cocks patented in there. We're going to have babies and jars. It's going to be a great time. We're going to have cameras up everywhere. You'll be able to watch us live like Big Brother running that food line. It'll be a good time. Consider it. Consider it. If you can't do any of those things, that's okay, because you can also support us by giving us likes, the Facebook things, all the five-star ratings, mailbag questions, positive feedback. Here's 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 the $2 million <laughs> idea. We get the million dollars, we open the food line, babies in jars, cold cocks everywhere. We hire everybody that we work mm-hmm. with now. That That will create the drama and the everything that people will watch. And then we'll the become a cameras. super hit sitcom will be like show. big brother oh, yeah, for sure as an actual business I and mean, there's a couple people in my department alone will make it worth every dollar yeah oh yeah that's a good idea we we'd be like the the you know the sunday night football setup or you know where you have like all the different cameras you mm-hmm. can click to if you watch it on the website yep. they'll be like where's bob now He's supposed to be at the register. <laughs> click, 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 click. Oh, he's in the back of the stock room in the, the southeast phone. corner. Hooray. <laughs> and we'd have like the bob horn. Bob found. <laughs> <laughs> then he runs. Because <laughs> immediately management gets the notification being us. <laughs> then we uh-huh. go march around. Oh, I know. Eric's on the way. What's he going to do today? <laughs> that's that's what we put on like Viking costumes. Like, oh, we're on the hunt for Bob. <laughs> So many good ideas, folks. Make our dreams a reality. Come on. <laughs> our dreams and your dreams. You know that sounded awesome. Yeah, it does. Oh, my goodness. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, but, of course, until we get that million dollars on the Patreon to open up that food lion, <laughs> this podcast will continue to drop every Friday. So we'll be back in your ear holes on the 13th of September. I don't know if anything else is going on <laughs> oh that day. Oh, my God. Maybe, she was. <laughs> Maybe while you're playing Borderlands, you can listen to us, your favorite podcast, talk about Borderlands. We could be there with you, and we will be there on the oh, line playing the Borderlands. So every, I got the day off. We're going to be streaming. We're going to be playing. We're going to be, gonna be podcasting. We're going to be there in some way, shape, or form for you, for sure. Yes, and, it, and if you can't find us on the Twitch at twitch.tv slash thirdshiftme, you can find that podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, rating, review, comment, and subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out, and we really do appreciate it. Bam! We do appreciate it, and we appreciate those five-star ratings. We got a few a little while ago, but the hunger's starting to set back in, boys and girls. And you don't want that. You don't want the hunger setting in because then I gotta go out and do things you don't want to hear me talk about. So you gotta give us five-star ratings or you're gonna pay the price. Not you specifically, cause I'm not threatening nobody, but I'm just saying in a vague manner that five-star ratings are good. (laughs) 
And with that, there's nothing else to say. Don't forget to save. save. Shut up and sit down.